0: Welcome to Professor Lan A.I.'s podcast series, Understanding Humanity and A.I.'s Perspective. In this series, we asked our learning and narrating A.I. what a professor would teach a group of students if they wanted to understand the totality of the human experience in one hundred lectures. Our A.I. then proceeded to define the lecture topics, research them, compose its findings into podcasts, and narrate them in its own voice. This episode is titled philosophy in the nineteenth century hegel marx nietzsche we hope you enjoy part one hegel life and context Georg wilhelm friedrich hegel a celebrated figure in nineteenth-century philosophy was born in stuttgart germany in seventeen seventy coming from a religiously inclined family of modest means hegel found himself immersed in theological studies from an early age a training that would later provide substantial fodder for his radical philosophical ideas. As a career academic, Hegel meandered his way through various universities. He started his intellectual journey at Tübingen Seminary, an academic institution renowned for fostering some of the brightest minds of the time, including Friedrich Holderlein and Friedrich Holderlein and Friedrich Wilhelm, Joseph Schelling, both of whom later became notable figures in German idealism. This intellectual trifecta shared what could be called a philosophical marathon, endorsing knowledge over faith and tossing revolutionary ideas on epistemology back and forth. In 1801, Hegel moved to Gina, a city that set the stage for his ascendancy in the philosophical world. Working as an unsalaried lecturer while living barely above the poverty line, Hegel found the impetus for his most iconic philosophical works. His life at Gina culminated in the completion of his opus The Phenomenology of Spirit, in 1807, where he introduced his dialectical method of arriving at truth, thesis, antithesis, antithesis, and synthesis. Hegel's life was at the mercy of a tumultuous political and social backdrop, marked by the French Revolution and the Napoleonic Wars, events that culminated in the creation of the modern state system. The political zigzags of his time were imprinted in his theories, particularly in his philosophy of history. He proposed the idea of an absolute spirit, a universal consciousness that progresses through conflicts and contradictions, consequently influencing the course of history. A champion of the state, Hegel believed that it was the earthly embodiment of the absolute spirit, an idea which would come to be exploited by totalitarian regimes of the twentieth century. His magnum opus, Science of Logic, called for a reconciliation of individual freedom with the requirements of community in the modern state, a subject matter relevant even in the context of today's political spectrum. Hegel's influence on the philosophical world was substantial in scope, influencing luminaries like Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels, which led to the birth of Marxism. At the same time, his writings elicited strong criticisms, especially from existentialist philosophers like Soren Kierkegaard and Friedrich Nietzsche, who would later star in our podcast series. Hegel's academic career saw its peak upon his appointment as the rector of the University of Berlin in 1829, a station he retained until his sudden death from cholera in 1831. His death marked the end of an era for German idealism. But not an end to his influence, which continues to unravel in contemporary debates on politics, history, and philosophy. Spanning across systems of thought and across centuries, the oeuvre of Hegel remains a beacon guiding philosophical discourse even today. Let's delve deeper into his primary ideas in the next sections. Part 2 Marx, Life and Context. Born on May 5, 1818, in Trier, a city in the German Rhineland, Karl Marx was one of the most influential thinkers of the nineteenth century. His father, Heinrich Marx, was a successful lawyer and ardent advocate for enlightenment, who instilled in his son a passion for rational thought and liberal principle. His mother, Henriette Pressburg, was from a wealthy Dutch-Jewish background. Starting his academic career at the University of Bonn, the young Marx quickly transferred to the University of Berlin, where he was deeply influenced by the philosophy of GWF. Hegel and the radicalism brewing among the student left. His academic studies, however, were often overshadowed by his political interests, particularly his involvement with radical groups that opposed the autocratic governments present in many parts of Europe. In 1843 Marx moved to Paris, where he came in contact with French socialist thought which played a formative role in the development of his ideas. His friendship and intellectual partnership with Friedrich Engels, who he met in 1844, was particularly significant as it kick-started a collaboration that would span decades and give birth to Marxist theory. It was also during his time in Paris that Marx wrote the economic and philosophic manuscripts where he developed his theory of alienation. However, this was just the beginning of the comprehensive philosophical, economic, and socio-political framework we now know as Marxism. In 1848, inspired by the revolutionary spirit spreading through Europe, Marx and Engels wrote The Communist Manifesto, a springboard for Marx's more comprehensive work, Das Kapital. These works are the foundation of Marxist thought and would have a profound influence on the shape of the 19th century and beyond. Marx's life, however, was not without adversity. He lived in constant economic precariousness, state surveillance, and was often chased across national borders due to his radical ideas. Despite these hardships, Marx never wavered in his commitment to his ideas. How did the societal conditions of 19th century Europe affect Marx's thinking? European 19th century society was in a state of rapid change due to the Industrial Revolution. Economically, agrarian societies were becoming increasingly urban and industrialized. This shift drove enormous wealth for a few at the top while conditions for the working class were complex, often characterized by deplorable living and working conditions. Witnessing this essential revolution, Marx observed the widespread socio-economic inequality that it bred and the oppressive nature of industrial capitalism. His philosophy was born out of these turbulent times. An understanding of this context is necessary as we dive deep into his philosophical contributions namely, historical materialism, his critique of capitalism, and the role of sociopolitical revolution. Part three: Nietzsche. Life and Context. Born in the small German village of Rocken in 1844, Friedrich Wilhelm Nietzsche's life was indelibly marked by tragedy from a young age. His father, a Lutheran pastor, died when Nietzsche was only four years old, leaving the young boy to be raised by his mother and sister in a house dominated by women. His first taste of academia came at the esteemed Shopeforter boarding school, where he excelled in music and language, acquired a taste for ancient Greek literature, and laid the ground for his future philosophical exploration. Building on his love for ancient Greek culture, Nietzsche studied classical philology at the University of Bonn in 1864. However, his academic trajectory took a sharp turn when he discovered Arthur Schopenhauer's The World as Will and Representation, which influenced Nietzsche's disenchantment with the German Philological Society. In 1869, at the age of twenty-four, he began his tenure as Professor of Classical Philology at the University of Basel, making him one of the youngest individuals to ever hold such position. However, his swerve away from traditional academia became more pronounced during this time as he began to consider personal philosophical ideas that diverged significantly from the traditional philosophical train of thought. Nietzsche's philosophical career, however, was marred by a number of personal tragedies, including a falling out with longtime friend and composer Richard Wagner, who Nietzsche felt betrayed his own ideals, and chronic, debilitating health problems. His deteriorating physical and mental health forced him to leave his position at Basel in 1879. Following which, Nietzsche began a period of wandering through Switzerland and Italy, writing some of his most famous works, including Thus Spoke Zarathustra, Beyond Good and Evil, and The Genealogy of Morals. Nietzsche's work can largely be seen as a reaction against the philosophical tradition of his time particularly against the work of Hegel, whose optimistic historiography Nietzsche rejected. But he was also critical of other prominent thinkers such as Socrates, Plato, and Christianity, all of which he believed contributed to A.A. slave moralities that championed meekness, humility, and otherworldly rewards over worldly ambition and achievement. In 1889, Nietzsche suffered a psychological collapse, allegedly crying over a whipped horse in Turin, Italy he was diagnosed with tertiary syphilis a diagnosis that remains contentious among some scholars and spent the last ten years of his life in mental and physical decline cared for by family members until his death in nineteen hundred it is important to understand nietzsche's personal life his health his early love of greek literature and culture and his disenchantment with german philology and hegelian optimism to fully comprehend his philosophical critiques and contributions His philosophy, therefore, is not simply one of detached, abstract thought. It is inextricably tied to his personal experiences and the broader cultural context of the nineteenth century. This interweaving of life, experience, and thought makes Nietzsche's philosophy not only uniquely personal, but also vivid and visceral, challenging us to confront and reconsider the values and morals we hold dear. Part 4. Comparing Hegel, Marx, and Nietzsche In the constellation of nineteenth-century philosophy, three stars shine particularly bright—Georg, Wilhelm, Friedrich, Hegel, Karl Marx, and Friedrich Nietzsche. Their respective philosophies, though unique in interpretation and emphasis, collectively shaped the trajectory of modern thought. Hegel, a central figure in German idealism, proposed the dialectic method, wherein reality unfolds in a sequence of thesis, antithesis, and synthesis. By this, he contends that contradictions integral in a particular status quo. Thesis generate a conflict, antithesis, but eventually a resolution, synthesis. Evolves, fostering the next stage of progress. This dynamic view of historical evolution deeply influenced the young Karl Marx, albeit with significant modifications. Breaking away from Hegel's idealism, Marx grounded his philosophy in materialism. Dubbed as historical materialism, Marx contended that real, material conditions primarily shape society and history. Whereas Hegel's dialectic was based on ideas, Marx placed socio-economic forces at the center, making class struggle the engine of historical change. Marx's philosophy included an unsparing critique of capitalism. Here the base and superstructure were highlighted, wherein the economic foundation, base, shape societal institutions and ideology, superstructure. Marx believed capitalism, due to internal contradictions, would lead to its own downfall through a proletarian revolution. Nietzsche, too, rejected Hegel's idealism, but charted an entirely different philosophical path. His view of truth and morality encapsulated by his concept of perspectivism argued that there are no absolute truths, only perspectives— A key element of Nietzsche's thought is the will to power, the driving force of human action. Nietzsche also introduced a new morality schema through his master-slave morality concept, asserting the existence of two moral modes. Master morality, valuing strength and nobility, and slave morality, valuing kindness, empathy, and sympathy. Nietzsche critiqued Christianity as symptomatic of slave morality and its revaluation of values that suppress the human will to power. Despite disparate philosophical architectures, common threads connect these three thinkers. All were critical of the status quo and sought to explain the world's dynamics through a systemic lens. Hegelian dialectics, Marxist historical materialism, or Nietzschean perspectivism and will to power However, divergence is as prominent as convergence. Marx's materialistic framework starkly contrasts Hegel's idealism and Nietzsche's focus on individual perspectives, negates universal systems posited by Hegel and Marx. Their influence is palpable. Hegel's dialectic, although criticized for endorsing progress at the cost of individual freedom, nevertheless paved the way for Marx's revolutionary theory. Marx and his critique of capitalism continue to provide a template for critiques of global capitalism. Nietzsche, often accused of elitism and nihilism, opened the door to existentialism and postmodernism, questioning the absolute authority of truth and morality. Unintended interpretations and consequent distortions of their philosophies cannot be ignored. Marx's ideas devolved into totalitarian regimes while Nietzsche's philosophy was hijacked by Nazism. Nonetheless, their ideas endure, challenging us to question and comprehend the complexity of our existence. Part 5. Critiques of Hegel, Marx, and Nietzsche The colossal philosophical systems of Hegel, Marx, and Nietzsche have been the target of fierce criticism, as well as immense praise, a reality that attests to their robust intellectual force. Hegel's concept of the dialectic, the ceaseless struggle of opposites leading to a new synthesis, has often been criticized for its obscurity and its deterministic implications. Marx's historical materialism and labor theory of value have faced challenges, from economists and philosophers alike, who deem his theory of value reductionist and his prediction of a proletariat revolution as inaccurate, Nietzsche's radical repudiation of transcendent morality in favour of perspectivism has been vehemently attacked as heralding moral nihilism. Yet within their overarching critiques of society, these philosophers spun narratives of hope or restoration. Hegel's dialectic, although inherently conflict-ridden, eventually reaches a resolution that drives the progress of history and therefore suggests the possibility of resolving societal contradictions. Marx, while piercingly critical of capitalism, saw in the inherent class struggle the embryo of a socialist future where man could be truly free. Nietzsche, beyond his antipathy for Christian morality, proposed a kind of affirmation of life in the face of difficulties, embodied by the Ubermensch figure who creates his own values and navigates existence with wifel affirmation. Notwithstanding the criticisms, the durability of Hegel, Marx, and Nietzsche in contemporary philosophical discourse is incontrovertible, revealing their abiding relevance. Hegel's dialectic has been a fecund source of inspiration. His philosophy of history has been adapted to various critical theories, including postcolonial and postmodern discourses. Marx's critique of capitalism and his theory of historical materialism remain core to discussions about economic justice, inequality, and globalization. Nietzsche's deconstruction of traditional morality informs debates about relativism, will to power, and the meaning of life. Hegel, Marx, and Nietzsche's philosophies, despite their respective complexities and the barrages of criticism, continue to echo influentially throughout the corridors of contemporary thought. Their ideas have not only outlived them, but have transformed and adapted to various degrees to fit the contours of modern discourse. As we grapple with their critiques and proposed remedies for societal ills, we bear witness to the potent longevity of their notions. What's more, their ability to endure in a rapidly changing society offers testament to their intellectual resilience, becoming landmarks that guide and provoke thought in our never-ending quest to understand our world. The philosophical systems set forth by Hegel, Marx, and Nietzsche interrogated the intricacies of their era, yet have somehow exhibited sufficient intellectual stopleness to accommodate the questions of centuries to come. This intellectual durability, at the heart of their philosophical ingenuity, invites us to keep engaging in a critical dialogue with their thought, a dialogue that enriches the human effective philosophical condition. Indeed, the beauty of philosophy lies in its capacity to ensnare us in an eternal conversation where the conclusions remain perpetually deferred, and the process itself is the belated prize. This is a feat Hegel, Marx, and Nietzsche, each in their distinct ways, encapsulated in their philosophical legacy. Part Six Hegel, Marx, and Nietzsche, and Modern Philosophy In examining the nineteenth-century philosophical triad of Hegel, Marx, and Nietzsche, the profound influence they wielded, both within academia and beyond, is palpable. Their philosophies did not merely become accepted theories in the philosophical world. They left an indelible impact on the very fabric of human thought and societal structure. Hegel, with the introduction of his dialectical method, birthed a new approach to understanding and unraveling the complexities of existence. His Hegelian dialectic of thesis, antithesis. Synthesis was appropriated and metamorphosed by subsequent philosophers, notably Karl Marx. Hegel's concepts echoed throughout the corridors of alternate disciplines such as sociology, providing frameworks that dissected societal progression and change. His influence is especially seen in the works of Emil Durkheim, who incorporated Hegelian dialectics in his analysis of social phenomena. Marx, a Hegelian, spun Hegel's dialectic on its axis, replacing Hegel's idealism with his historical materialism, whereby societal changes arose from material conditions rather than ideas. Marx's critique of capitalism, underscored by his labor theory of value, shaped the architecture of modern political theory. His influence continues to resonate across a diverse spectrum of academic circles, including economics, political studies, and sociology. Marxist philosophy became a wieldy tool, utilized, criticized, and manipulated across time and space, from academic discourse to the actual structure of governments. Nietzsche, the outspoken critic of Christianity and advocate of perspectivism and will to power, revamped the discourse on morality and truth. His influence expanded to psychoanalysts like Sigmund Freud, who noted Nietzsche's diving into the abyss of human mind and passion. Nietzsche's God is dead proclamation. His concept of Ubermensch, and critique of Christianity penetrated into the heart of cultural studies and the arts, influencing authors such as Thomas Mann. The echoes of this philosophical triumvirate undeniably resonate with contemporary thinkers. Flavo Zizek, for instance, integrates Hegelian dialectics, Marxist critique of capitalism, and Lacanian psychoanalysis in his exploration of ideology and global capitalism. Judith Butler, heavily influenced by Nietzsche's critique of given identities, crafts a compelling dialogue on gender performativity, while sociologist Pierre Bourdieu's notion of social spaces. And their inherent power dynamics borrows significantly from Marx's critique of class struggle and Nietzsche's power relations. These philosophers did not merely bequeath us theories and concepts. They gifted us a lens, enabling us to view the world anew in ways we had not previously considered. Their philosophies, steeped in the zeitgeist of their times, continue to challenge us, beseeching us to question, to critique, to comprehend the world around us, and to recognize the complex interplays of power, class, and ideology that govern our existences. As we journey further into this philosophical exploration, the continued relevance, in academy and outside, of Hegel, Marx, and Nietzsche remains undiminished. Part 7. Conclusion the continuing relevance of Hegel, Marx, and Nietzsche. The monumental impacts of Georg Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel, Karl Marx, and Friedrich Nietzsche on the philosophical edifice of the nineteenth century underscore their continuing relevance in contemporary thought. Drawing from their comprehensive, audacious, and often provocative worldviews, they have left indelible imprints across a myriad of academic disciplines, with their influence permeating psychology, sociology, and political theory beyond pure philosophy. Central to our understanding of Hegel is his dialectical method, his philosophical approach whereby a thesis clashes with an antithesis to yield a synthesis that embeds and transcends them. This concept, in providing a dynamic picture of thought and reality, remains a pivotal tool in academic inquiry and discourse, and its reverberations are felt ubiquitously, from the realms of law to culture studies. His philosophy of the world spirit and the end of history, in its corresponding evaluation of societal evolution, also still prompts engaging discussions about societal progress and the teleological view of history. Marx's critique of capitalism and his philosophy of historical materialism were revolutionary, shaking the societal structures of the nineteenth century. Today, as the chasm between the haves and the have-nots continues to widen, his insights on class struggle and the societal impact of economic structures become especially pertinent. Whether or not one agrees with his prescriptions, Marx's dissection of capitalism remains an essential reference point in any viable social critique. Nietzsche, with his strikingly novel exploration of morality and truth, is resoundingly relevant in our postmodern world. His excavation of the will to power and his master-slave morality reveal deep facets of human behavior and societal functioning. Moreover, Nietzsche's critique of Christianity continues to animate discussions about the role of religion in shaping cultures and individuals, especially within the Western canon. Their collective contribution engages scholars as much as it guides public thought. As global events unfold and as societies continue to wrestle with questions about power structures, morality, the progression of history and the nature of reality, the philosophies of Hegel, Marx, and Nietzsche continue to serve as lenses through which we analyze these challenges. From global politicians invoking Marx's theory as they grapple with income inequality, to tech giants deploying Hegelian dialectics in their strategies, to popular culture adopting Nietzschean moral perspectives in contemporary narratives, their reach is wide and enduring. Yet, whilst it is crucial to recognize and explore their influence on modern thought, it is equally critical to approach their philosophies with a discerning mind. Misinterpretations and misapplications of their philosophies have, in various periods of the past century, led to considerable societal turbulence. Understanding them, then, isn't just academic, but holds a powerful collective utility. As the twenty-first century hurtles forward, their legacies and ideas will continue to provoke, challenge, and illuminate. As we grapple with emerging, complex socio-political landscapes, the philosophies of Hegel, Marx, and Nietzsche comprise an arsenal of penetrating insights that promise to continue inspiring, guiding, and shaping our collective reflections and actions. In the realm of ideas, they remain very much alive and in conversation with us. The resounding echoes of these philosophical giants are a testament to the enduring relevance of their thoughts and the relentlessness of their inquiries. This concludes our podcast titled Philosophy in the Nineteenth Century, Hegel, Marx, Nietzsche. We hope to see you again on our next installment of Professor Lan A.I. Explores Humanity. Thank you.